In the late 70s, a new form of musical art was being created, one that focused on rhythmic repetitive beats that moved through poetic lyrics. In the 80s going into the 90s, the genre of hip-hop would undergo a series of changes in style, lyrical influence, and culture. Today, there are newer forms of rap music as new artists take their place in the billboards. This industry has influenced many and over the years has evolved from turntables to digital distribution, from the ghetto to the whole world. <laughs> Hip-hop started in the late 1970s in New York City, mixed with the culture of breakdancing and graffiti art. The genre of hip-hop would become a new art form of expression. I, I was late, late to the hip-hop game. Uh, but when I really found out about it, I just became engulfed in the history of it. Um, and it's one of the very unique art forms um, when you really look at, the, at how it developed over the 30 or 40, 50 years that we've been really listening to hip-hop. It kind of evolved from the children of the people from the 60s. You had a lot of people in the 60s that were, well, rebels. Not just hippies, I'm talking about Black Panthers, I'm talking about revolutionaries, that kinda, after the war was over and things changed, didn't really have a, anything to rebel against. The 80s saw the dawn of artists such as LL Cool J, Run DMC, and Eric B. and There was a lot of really great rappers. Uh, who was during during that time frame? And if you go further back, you got you know the LL Cool J's, the Run DMCs, the uh, Kumo D's, and just people who really knew how to get the crowd involved in what was going on. The start of hip hop featured artists known as MCs, who apart from the actual rapper, would keep the crowd energetic. What an MC does is you know they're hyping the crowds up. They're trying to keep the crowd at a uh, you know at a level, make sure everybody is having a good time. Uh, the rapper is usually the person just like performing a song and everything. The MC is like maybe the person that would come in on a hook and add more energy to that hook and you know get everybody more engaged. You want to be an MC because you're the controller of the crowd. You're the one that's getting the crowd hyped. You control the atmosphere and that's what the MC was to do. By the start of the 90s, hip hop had seen the start of new styles such as New York hardcore rap and L.A. gangster rap. West Coast was a gangster all the time. Uh, DMX was, a, you know, and Rough Riders was kind of gangster, but they had like a, uh, they had a more of a rougher style than L.A. did. You know, L.A. was more cool gangsters and, you know, Chuck Taylors and New York was more Tims and beat you, beat you in the head, kill you type stuff. With Los Angeles and New York City leading the change in hip hop, it's here that the East Coast versus West Coast debate began to take place. I think that the debate was everybody was trying to figure out who made the better music. You know, uh, you know, with the East Coast, people were more raw with their music. They were saying stuff that, uh, you know, a lot of people wouldn't be comfortable to say. That was kind of happening on the West Coast, too. Sometimes, like with groups like, you know, N.W.A., they used to have like very, uh, very ex explicit lyrics, you know, with songs like The Police, um, you know, Straight Outta Compton, 
And then you have those same kind of lyrics from even people in the East Coast, like Mob Deep when they made Shook Ones Part 2, or when they made Survival of the Fittest. Everybody was just trying to prove that one was harder than the other. These new styles rapped about more serious issues, such as street life, poverty, and the effects of crime. They try to explain to you how tough it is out in the city, how tough it is in the hood, how tough it is living in these poor neighborhoods because when Ronald Reagan was talking that trickle-down stuff, nobody was seeing that. But when you get to the 90s, nobody wanted to hear that. They was talking about, look, dope man, dope man from NWA. You know what I mean? F the police. They wasn't talking about look. They was talking about, we gonna, we gonna do something. With hip-hop growing in listeners, its influence would grow as well. Many saw it as a voice that would unify the people against a common oppressor. Rap songs such as F the Police by N.W.A. would end up having an influence on certain demographics. It either made people afraid or embrace. The people who were afraid were still afraid, but they embraced it because they wanted to be part of the winning team. You see what I mean? So. If you had people who've ever been a victim of violence to a police officer and they hear F the police, they say F the police too. I don't care what race they are or what background they are. But if you hear people who have not, they're trying to figure out, well, what did the police do to you? I think the police are great. The events that took place in the 90s through the influence of hip hop would inspire the creation of films such as Stereo Out of Compton. By the end of the 90s, rappers would begin to change their styles as they transitioned into the 2000s. Many new artists would begin to hit the studio. Most rap that came out in the 80s and early part of the 90s were socially conscious rap. Um, and then it was kind of around the time of this gangster era uh, where you know it became more about partying and things like that. A lot of talent definitely came from that time period. And, uh, you know, some 90s rappers actually became even more popular in the early 2000s, like uh, Eminem, for instance, you know, he has a, a huge staple on the hip-hop game in general. Um, it was quite a few rappers that came out in the early 2000s, though. By the 2000s, rap styles and topics began to change. The streets were no longer the only thing that was hot. Uh, Ludacris was really big with getting the Southern, keeping the Southern uh, style going. But the really big shift, as much as I'm not a fan of his, would probably have came around the time with Soldier Boy. Um, because I think he's the biggest influence, or the big, he was the biggest change to where rap left that whole idea of trying to be tough and became way more party oriented and way more, um, not about lyrics, but more about the fun that you provide with it. Soldier Boy. 50 Cent and Eminem would dominate this era of rap music. As the genre began to shift, people began to question if hip-hop and rap were the same thing. So I think when you look at it, technically speaking, all rappers are part of hip-hop because of the art form that rap and hip-hop takes on. But hip-hop is the culture. Rap is just part of it. I would say that rap and hip-hop are similar, but the way that it's looked at is different. So hip-hop is known as the age of, you know, the realest MCs that had 
content for the people they had like real things you know they were talking about things that could help people they were talking about things that people felt on another level and then when it comes to rap you know a lot of people have just you know dropped that standard they're either flexing or you know it's something of little value as we move into the 2010s a new form of rap music would begin to form Debated to have started in Chicago, drill rap or early trap music began to make its debut in this new digital world of entertainment. When drill started off, it was basically just to show that the city of Chicago was hard and also shed light on the very real situations that we have today. You got music, you play parties. You got music, you play when you're in the house. You got music, you play when you're driving. If you got music you want to play while you selling drugs, okay, go ahead. But see, that that's is all part of who you playing the music for. And sometimes people glorify, fantasize about other sides of that life, and so that's what they do. I think it's a dumb situation because no successful rapper has also been a successful drug dealer. 2015 to 2016, that's when it really started to change into, you know, this music and uh, it started to turn into very disrespectful music, basically. And uh, the thing is, these people have the talent for sure, but it's just they're using it in the wrong way. For instance, uh, a lot of times you hear the term where some a Chicago rapper says they're smoking someone's dead homie. And you know, you see that a lot. And even now you see um, in some songs, they actually explain a situation as in one of their enemies died and how they died. You know, what their last words were in songs. And these things are just insane that we actually live in a time where people snitch on themselves in music. With a completely different style and expression form, trap music would produce new artists such as Chief Keef, Future, and Amigos. The hip-hop from the 70s, 80s, and 90s show almost no similarities when compared to the modern age of rap music. Many are still wondering what caused such change in this industry. I think the biggest shift came from where labels started putting money behind and where they started pushing the people that now the baby is more pro profitable than say a more uh, a De La Soul type of rapper. Back then when people got into music, you could really tell that it was their passion. It was something that, you know, they've been thinking about at least most of their life, but now a lot of rappers, when they're in interviews and things like that, especially pertaining to trap music, they say they got into rap because, you know, they didn't want to work a regular job or, you know, it was an easy way out. They uh, wanted to make more money. Their heart is not in the right place when they make music anymore. You can see that. Many new age rappers still embody the foundations of traditional hip hop music, according to many. Uh, not only has hip-hop changed, but the audience has changed, as we know. Um, but I think the artist that embodies hip-hop in its original form is like uh, Jenner Lucas. He has his own twist on it, of course, but he still has the same values of these artists that actually love the form for what it is. Uh, J. Cole, 
easily. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, easily. I mean, those are two of the biggest things I can think of top of my head. I still think David Banner, when he puts stuff out, is still, you know, trying to reach that core. I mean, Eminem is a modern rapper, but, you know, he's old too, but, I mean, he's still, you know, he hasn't really went too far from that whole thing. Hip-hop has been an inspirational art form for some, for others, a voice. Even in this new age, the values of original hip-hop music live through a new generation of artists from many backgrounds who intend to further better the craft. It's just about the idea of letting it evolve. You know, you don't, you don't know where evolution is going to go, you just watch. Hopefully it doesn't go down a path of, you know, stuff that I can't hear anymore where people just speak a whole a different language that is foreign to me. The message isn't the message, the message is who the message is for. Whatever the generation is going through, that's going to be the message they put out. Whatever the, the people who have something to say is going to say, this is going to be the way they put it out, through music. It was influenced by so many different art forms that it would be quite hard to get rid of it as a whole. You know, poets starting to do poems to music is another thing. Rap literally means rhythm and poetry. So I don't think that it could ever go. But I do fear for what it's going to become because, you know, I think we're at an all-time low in terms of skill, and I have no idea if it's going to get worse than this. I don't think that, it, that it'll uh, ever fade out, but I do think that uh, it will definitely be like a 50-50 split in the community of what people definition of hip hop is because one side is saying that, you know, this new stuff is not real music. Those are the people who support the, um, the foundations of hip hop. And then you have the people who like this new style and think that it's an upgrade. Mainly that's because they're not really familiar with how hip hop started and it shows. What started off as a rebellious style of poetry from the streets of New York City has now become a worldwide sensation. From Run DMC. To Tupac. To Eminem. And to join For 40 plus years and counting, hip hop artists continue to both inspire and entertain consumers of rap music. As we enter the 2020s, the rise of new artists will be imminent, as social media and digital streaming allow for an increase of distribution. With these new outlets, the possibilities are endless, as new artists work to move their talent from the streets to the billboards.